0: Hey, Pelicans fans, I'm out here at NBA Summer League, you know, Las Vegas, doing what I can do, trying to make these bets. And DraftKings has got you hooked up. So download the top-rated DraftKings app now. Use the promo code TBPM when you sign up to get your free shot. At a few thousand dollars, just put some stuff up, get total cash prizes every day. They got stuff even at the end of the Olympics at Tokyo where you could put up a dollar and win a hundred or win a thousand if the USA just got a medal. So, I mean, they got some crazy... Crazy promotions, a safe, secure, reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. So, again, download the top rated DraftKings app now. Use the promo code TBPN when you sign up to get your free shot. Add a few thousand dollars in total cash prizes every day. Head to DraftKings Pool page to get your shot at huge cash prizes. That's promo code TBPN for a limited time only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for full details. Hey New Orleans Pelicans fans, welcome back. You got Dodson here covering the team for Forbes Sports and the rest of the league for music, movies, and hoops. They got me out here in Vegas, right behind the Pelicans bench. Follow me on Twitter at doingitDodson. You can follow Unfiltered Dunks for all the protecting nest-related podcast tweets, and of course, follow music, movies, and hoops on Instagram, Twitter. We do giveaways. We do all kind of stuff. Uh, things to promote the culture. Things to promote different music. A lot of New Orleans artists come out. New Orleans writers. Chris Connor, even from the Bird Rights, comes over and, and spotlights for us a few for a little bit. So check us out. We're doing what we can to, to promote the team, to promote what people are doing out in the community. And we're trying to trying to cover the Pelicans as best we can right now. And that's what we're doing with this quick hit podcast. Is I mean, if y'all was on Twitter, y'all seen it. I'm right behind the bench, doing what I can. First thing I was doing in in Vegas, I told y'all I'm I'm scouting Willie Green. And right off the bat, he's got a different way about him in the huddle than Alvin Gentry or Stan Van Gundy. That's to be expected. Cause you know, everybody's got their different personalities, but the way he structures a huddle is more what I'm looking at. The more, the way he'll step back, send the assistant in. But if you watch, he tells the assistant, you know, we're going to focus on this. And it depends on what you're focusing on, on what assistant you send in, you know, Vincent's out there talking about transition. Uh, Jeron Collins was in there talking about defense. Spoon was in there talking. They all had their little, you know, nuances, the different dynamics of how how they approach this roster. But then everybody's attention's got Willie would step in with the clipboard, give everybody the look. If you ain't been there, you, I, I'm sorry to tell you, but he's got a look where if you ain't paying attention, you're about to not be playing in this game. And and everybody knows that they that, that's the expectation. Uh, and that's another thing. You could overhear him say, look, we expect to see this. This is what we expect from y'all. And and it was very clear and concise on what was going to happen, what was expected to be to happen. And if that didn't happen, your response to it. And and maybe that wasn't all planned out. You know, some of the timeouts were quicker. Some of the leagues a little bit more rapid play. But you're, the, the players, the way they responded to both, you know, successes and failures. I've just been calling him 18 AP. He come out of the game right at the first. He got the start. He got the start. A lot of people want to see Moses start next. But he got the start, come out, and the first thing he said was, should have just shot that first shot. If anybody wants to go back, he had a wide open top of the key three. He'd been hitting them in warm-ups, but he tried to get cute, hit this quick pass, and, and it didn't work out. He wound up on the floor afterwards, and the rest of that stretch he was off. He even tried to take another shot, and it just wasn't in rhythm. It wasn't what he wanted. But that 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 that's how I seen Willie Green approaching it. It it was consistent throughout the game. It never changed depending on the score. Uh, the rotations were tight. He, he he had a plan. You know, for the first game on how he wanted to run it out, especially with his core guys that are going to go into the regular season with him. But it was very positive seeing how he 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 approached his first time in the lead chair, and the Pelicans got a big win out of it. I think we had. The better team overall. I mean, Chicago had Williams, but they didn't really have much else behind him. But this team knows it's about what they do and, and playing defense. Najee Marshall started cracking me up in the second half. And this is just a stream of Conscious Podcast. Hope I'm jump, not jumping all over the place for some of y'all. But Najee was cracking me up because at the first of the game, like we talked about how you responded, the team had to respond to Willie getting frustrated. He was up out of his chair early tweeting about this. He He was mad. He was telling them. Y'all talk, get loud. I mean, he was out there demonstrating with his hands. At, at I believe it was DeeDee. Hey, get your hands up. Play some defense. You might be the third man off the ball, but you still got to start taking up some space over there. He did the same thing with Kyra Lewis Jr. for a couple of times. And Najee really, really picked it up and started playing the role that he will play in the regular season for this team as a hype man, the heart man, hustle, he hustled his way into a lot of points. He he was one of the most skillful players out there. I mean, he's got an NBA experience. Some of these guys will never see that kind of time. But Najee was out there, and the more Willie told him to start speaking, start getting loud, that second unit come in, and they heard it. Like, Willie told him, y'all better y'all better talk. And they went out there, and they, they were loud. And that just got infectious, and this team just got more and more energy. And they they closed that – Alvarado hit that shot to end the half, which was, again, defense and talking – Alvarado, he might only be six feet tall, standing next to the man. You know, he had his braids and rows at maybe six one and a half and a quarter and an eighth. But he defends way bigger than his size. He's he's a pugnacious little dude. He could he could be a boxer UFC type with them arms and the way he was just getting into people. And late in the game, he got a foul getting into I forget who it was, I believe it was number three on the Bulls, who the whole Pelicans team started giving him shit, saying he's tired. He don't want it, Najee especially she was going after Patrick Williams and, and just, hey, just downright vulgar saying this draft pick ain't got it. He ain't got it. He ain't ready. I got that draft pick. That ain't nothing. And the more that talking and more of that infectious nature just started to dribble trickle down through the team. We had big man on the very end of the bench yelling more than others. Like it, it just got to where everybody was talking. The coaches and all the assistants were two rows deep it got to where you know most of the time that second row they, they 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 kind of know got to know their place they don't need to start yelling at players or nothing like that that's for the league guys but it got to where everybody on that bench was up and talking and chattering and you know just just letting letting the pelicans know that they was in it they was behind them that everybody was feeling that same energy and it was also letting chicago know like Hey, y'all, y'all got quiet. It's crickets down on the other end. Y'all can't really hear nothing. Ain't nobody really cheering for nobody. Y'all see the inevitables coming. And that lead, that lead just kept growing and growing. And eventually we got 3M3, Trey Murphy 3 caught his first body. Uh, me and Will Gilly was going back and forth. He was up in the top of the rafters. I'm at the bottom. We're hoping to get y'all a podcast so that we can we can talk a little eye in the sky and you know fly on the wall at the bench and what he saw from up top versus what I saw down at the bottom. Because uh, uh, you know it's different perspectives. You you, you see in different things. You are watching different players. Again, like I say, I was watching Willie Green half of the time. I didn't even see some of the plays unfold. So it'd be interesting to see what he saw up there from that that bird's eye view, that that coaches view, like the NFL guys like to say. But, Murphy catching that body like the Zions, the Jacksons, 3 and 3. We're going to have to start keeping stats like like Murphy. His stat line was 26, 9, and 3, and this with no turnovers. He hit six three-pointers, which was more than Philadelphia uh, – not Philadelphia. Chicago had the whole game, you know, so like – and he caught a body. That's got to be part of the stat line, 26, 9, 1, and 1, whatever you have. And that last one is going to be the body. Zion will catch a body of two or three a night, maybe. Jackson, he's, that's all he does is hunt for bodies on the court, I think. And, and you know, not to touch too much on his subject. I, I know some people was giving me hell for saying he would be missing summer league, but that's where we're at. Hopefully this is resolved in the next six weeks. Uh, going by what I'm hearing, I I I don't think it is. I think Jackson will at least miss the first week of the season. Just going by, one, court dates and dockets to schedules and whatnot, you got the the police union is taking a stronger stand on this than than maybe was to be expected, you know, seeing how Jackson Hayes, black, white, whatever, he's a millionaire, we're not. Sometimes the law, you know, if you got the money, it works out for you in certain ways. Sometimes it doesn't matter if you have the money or not, it, it, sadly enough, you know, it, Sometimes it doesn't work out. Some people get harsher sentences than than somebody that's white just, just because uh, there's no other determining factor except the color of the skin. You can't find it. it. It happens all the time. It just made the news for like an extortion case up in Indiana or Iowa, one of them states. Don't know. If you really want to know, uh, send me a, a DM and I will get you a link. Stuff like that does happen. We don't know. Every case is unique. So... I hope it plays out well for Jackson. I hope there's no, one, recurrent injuries on him. Uh, if there was a other victim, I hope that they they can find solace, comfort, and justice, and we move on from there. So, guys, this has been a quick 10. I'm just going to start rolling these out while I'm in Vegas as things pop off. We had Nikhil Alexander-Walker there coaching. Josh Hart, Brandon Ingram all rolled in. B.I. looks like he's gained. Uh, Ryan, Ryan, man, I, I see you on Twitter saying he gained 20, I'd give him 10. If you set the over-under at 12.5, I'm taking the under. But I'm going to say a lot of it's it's upper body. Maybe he's done a lot of leg days. But B.I. was wearing some baggy pants. Again, all them pictures, even with him flexing his bicep a little bit, talking about it, I put them pictures up on Twitter. Josh Hart sitting there next to Trajan Langdon. I'm expecting it this week. I'm expecting something to happen where Josh either takes a short-term deal and is traded so that he can get out of that contract. Prove his worth, maybe even get traded from there to a contender because that's how a two-year deal works. But he's gonna get his, you know, two and twenty-four. Hopefully the Pelicans will go four forty-eight, four fifty-two, something like that, four fifty-five maybe. You know, jump him up into the twelve-five area. Cause one, he Josh Hart is worth it. And two, he'll be worth a little more in a trade a- a- as a trade asset. And that couple of million. Won't really matter. Either he'll be going into some cap space for picks and and it'll be a cast-off type trade. Or he'll be going into something where if you want to go chase Dame or Beal or something, that extra million or two will help up, make up a lot of ground uh, in that trade. So, hey, Pelicans fans, I hope y'all are ready for tomorrow. We get to play on Wednesday. Again, on Friday, it's looking like this Pelicans team will be one of the top eight, top ten teams up here in Vegas. So, they're going to get some extra games. Maybe... Maybe, maybe they go home with that trophy. I got a picture of that too. Shams was chilling next to it. Had to say hello to Shams. If you've never been to Vegas for Summer League, y'all really got to make it out here. It's a hell of an experience. And, and I got to tell you, I ain't getting rained on. New Orleans is nothing but rain. Nothing but rain. So we're going to watch them make it rain. Transition threes by three M three. Herb Jones doing his thing. Alvarado defending. I, I love seeing what this team's doing. I hope they come out with a little bit more energy. I think they will. I think they saw, and Willie Green will get into them. But y'all see what talking does? You see you see, when we wasn't talking, we was down. And as soon as we started talking and building that, not only did we start making up ground on the scoreboard, but we got so much more positive on the sidelines and in the huddles and guys talking. And, and all that just is a cascading effect of positive energy and goodwill. So Josh Hart, again, he was in the building, chilling with the keel chilling with mike d'antoni chilling with trej and he wanted a fresh start that huddle i am come here to scout willie green that huddle looked like a fresh start it sounded like a fresh start it felt like a fresh start so i'm gonna try and keep it fresh for y'all y'all keep it fresh for me pop over give us a five-star review on some part of part podcast however you listen to us we're gonna bring some other stuff to y'all like you know maybe a couple more ads so we can start building out i hadn't done a patreon to Try and fund any of this. I'm trying to do this as much as I can, just for the team and for the fans. But y'all do stuff for me. Y'all been building me up, up to 1,200 followers on Twitter. I think music, movies, and hoops. We already just eclipsed 3,000. Unfiltered dunks. We closing in on 500. So follow all that if you want to follow the team. I'm gonna be back behind the bench Wednesday. Y'all stay behind me. Protect your nest.